0: The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, Lord. Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, No disciple is above his teacher, no slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he become like his teacher, for the slave that he become like his master. If they have called the master of the house, Beelzebul, how much more those of his household. Therefore, do not be afraid of them. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Those are, the gospel. are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your Father's knowledge even all the hairs on your of your head are counted so do not be afraid that's the punchline do not be afraid so jesus is asking us to relate god's knowledge of us with our confidence in him god knows us he knows what we need he knows what we need not just to survive but to thrive God wants us all to thrive. He wants all of His children to thrive. And Jesus here is speaking a little bit more about perhaps material things, at least on the surface. But we know from other things that Jesus said that He really cares about our hearts, He knows the desires of our hearts. He created that. He created us so he knows what we need in order to thrive. He knows what makes us tick, you could say. And he wants to fulfill our desires. Whenever you read the different spiritual writers, the masters, the mystics, they all dig down to desire. And oftentimes our desires get buried for one reason or another as we go through life. We learn that perhaps our desires aren't good or that we're too much for some people, whatever the case may be. And so we hesitate to express those desires to people, but then we even hesitate to express them to God. I think we all struggle on some level to really just open up to God. But he's trying to assure us here today that he knows. He knows what's on our hearts. He knows what we've been through. He knows where we're at. And then he also knows where he wants to lead us. So he can see that which we can't Often see. And I think our first reading today is a perfect example of that. Joseph sold into slavery by his own brothers. And these last couple days, we've been reading about this very dramatic story. But even Joseph was able to appreciate what God was up to. He said, Have no fear. This is what he said to his brothers. Can I take the place of God? Even though you meant harm to me, God meant it for good to achieve his present end, the survival of many people. Because Joseph became a great administrator in Egypt. And because of his goodness, because of the goodness of his heart, God was able to save many people. What were the brothers afraid of? Suppose Joseph has been nursing a grudge against us and now plans to pay us back in full for all the wrong we did him. So they acknowledged the wrong they had done. They knew they were guilty. What's going to happen to us? Is he going to take revenge on us? As he has a right to do, in a sense. But as it says elsewhere in the scriptures, you know, God says, right? Vengeance is mine. So, when we are asked to forgive, God isn't asking us to just simply dismiss the wrong that was done. But he's asking us to, in a sense... Let go of our desire, which is a little, uh, you know, disordered or self-seeking. But to let go of our desire to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And to just give that to God. And to entrust that person and that situation to God. Let God take care of it. Let God take care of that person and then we're able to entrust ourselves to God. And say, God, take care of me too, because I was hurt. And I'm lacking, so to speak, because of what was done to me. I'm in need of healing. I'm in need of redemption. So be merciful to me, for I have been wounded. I've been broken. I've been abused. I've been taken advantage of. And so, God, who is so attentive to the needs of the poor, our psalm even speaks to that. Be glad, you lowly ones. May your hearts be glad. Why? Because the Lord is kind and merciful. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek to serve him constantly. He, the Lord, is our God throughout the earth. His judgments prevail. That was the last verse that we read. His judgments prevail. So he knows our hearts. Again, he knows our needs. He knows what we've been through. He is kind and merciful. He desires mercy, not sacrifice. And so he comes. He comes to meet us where we're at. He comes to heal the brokenhearted. He comes to strengthen us comes to inspire us, really. To give us his heart, his mind, his strength. That's what God wants to do for us. If we let him. If we try to figure it all out, if we try to do it for ourselves, usually doesn't work out very well. But let God. Let go and let God, right? That's easier said than done. But, We have all of these amazing examples throughout history of what God can do. Joseph obviously let it go. He let it go. I've been treated unjustly, unfairly by my own brothers. I'm going to let it go. And God has given me this opportunity in Egypt uh, to help a lot of people, to just be blessed myself, to be taken care of by him, even by the Pharaoh. (laughs) How strange, right? He was rejected by his own brothers and then he was elevated to a great status by a foreigner, by a pagan. God's ways are not our ways, right? If we just let God take care of us, right? Oftentimes he just shows his glory in unexpected ways. So let's pray for that grace today to let God. Well, let's first of all ask him to help us let go of anything we need to let go of. To entrust it to him. And then to allow him to minister to us. In that place of need. Let's ask God to then show us mercy. Lord, help me to show mercy to those that I need to show mercy to. And then please show mercy to me. Help me to be trusting enough and humble enough. Confident enough in you to allow you to show me mercy.